two of Project Distinct, the podcast that shows you how to make your efforts stand out so you can move up. Discover what it takes to grow your business and yourself with best-selling author and member of the Sales and Marketing Hall of Fame and the Professional Speakers Hall of Fame, Scott McCain. Do you remember the Eagles song, Life in the Fast Lane? If you really look at the lyrics, it was about a couple that was bored, even though they had, quote, everything all the time, unquote. You know, yesterday we talked about employees that are bored. Let's think about today, customers that are bored. Are you boring your customers? Because bored customers look somewhere else. We're kind of continuing with the theme of the importance of creating distinction in the marketplace. And that goes back to if there's nothing about you that stands out, if, if the customer can't see a difference between you and the competition, then why wouldn't they go someplace where they won't be bored? Or that's how we get that shiny new object syndrome. They get bored with how we're treating them, how we're serving them. And then something new comes along and it's a shiny new object and they follow it. How do we avoid that? It's always going to be a challenge, but how do we avoid that? That's the topic of today's Project Distinct, brought to you by Distinction Nation. If you'd like to get some help with standing out, taking what you're already doing and making it stand out to a higher degree in the marketplace, just join the nation. Go to distinctionnation.com, sign up. There are free resources, everything from workbooks to help you develop the process, to ebooks you can read for background information, even a 14-day audio program on creating personal distinction. All there for the listeners of Project Distinct, absolutely free. Just go sign up at distinctionnation.com. You know, customers have developed a sense of ennui, you know, the, the French word meaning a sense of boredom and disconnection. They've developed this ennui about just about everything. Let's face it, we are harder to impress than ever before. Women's Wear Daily in an article titled, Boredom on the Runways, asked this question. Who is to blame for boredom on the runways? Timid designers or bottom line fixated retailers who are afraid to take the chances in the world's riskiest business? Cal Ruttenstein, Senior Vice President of Fashion Direction at Bloomingdale's, said in that Women's Wear Daily article, quote, the assumption is that fashion and good retail sales are at the opposite ends of the spectrum. At Bloomingdale's, fashion is what propels the business. We're fortunate enough to have customers who want excitement. We have customers who come in here weekly, if not daily, to see what's come in that's new. This is what they want, not replacement items. When our stocks get basic, our business suffers. We're very disappointed when we see only safe clothes. Safe means boring. And boring clothes don't ring cash registers, especially at the price point clothes are marked today, unquote. Now, there's so much we could take for that, but let's start here. Isn't that what most organizations and individual professionals do? Play it safe? Seriously, aren't you seeing so many groups out there that are just trying to hang on to what they've got and play it safe? And isn't that safety the very foundation of boring products and boring services and boring customer experiences. I believe most organizations have never taken to heart the message there of Mr. Rundstein. Safe is boring, and boring doesn't ring cash registers. So let's examine three specific questions you can ask to begin to break away from customer boredom. Number one, what's different about the experience of doing business with us as opposed to a competitor. Number two, 
What programs are in place to keep our customers from being bored? Number three, how do we provide variety in our customer experience to prevent loyalty fatigue from our customers? So, number one, what's different about the experience of doing business with you as opposed to the competition? What's it like when a customer goes to your competitor? Is there a difference in the experience? If you don't know the answer to those questions, you're going to have to do some detective work to uncover important information. Did you know there's a Mystery Shopping Providers Association? They state on their website, mysteryshop.org, that the purpose of their association is dedicated to improving service quality using anonymous resources. They even have a Hall of Fame of Mystery Shopping. So according to a presentation found on the organization's website by the first president of the association, Mark Mickelson, mystery shopping is the practice of using trained shoppers to anonymously evaluate customer service, operations, employee integrity, merchandising, and product quality. He even suggests that corporations are globally spending a billion and a half dollars a year on mystery shopping. So do you do that? Have you done any mystery shopping? Naturally, you can take the scientific approach such as suggested by this association, but the fact is you need to go do something yourself. I mean, look, your dry cleaners or your major fast food chain, whatever it is, had better know what the customers of your competition are experiencing as compared and contrasted to yours. Remember, earlier I talked about the importance of having your own game plan. It said you didn't develop your own game plan based on the competition, but you do need competitive awareness. This is what I'm talking about. Make a list of specific points. Find a way to discover what it is that's different about your experience than the competitions. You can be certain that JetBlue totally knew and understood the Southwest customer experience before they launched the airline. My suggestion is Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf needs to know specific ways in which their customers are finding differentiation between them and Starbucks. Find out what those specific points are. Yesterday, we talked about programs in place keeping your customers from being bored. But what we have to do is to extend that same effort to our customers. <laughs> in other words, not only do we got to make sure that our employees aren't bored, but we've got to leverage that excitement and engagement we can create with employees. So that takes the next step with customers. As mentioned yesterday, engaged employees create engaged customers. Develop a game plan of how you will make certain that your employees are doing the things we talked about in yesterday's podcast so they deliver more exciting experiences to your customers. And third, what do you do to prevent loyalty fatigue? Well, loyalty fatigue is the customer's growing indifference to your attempts at creating allegiance to your business. So loyalty fatigue happens because of disappointment with what you're currently offering. In other words, you're just doing the basics. You're just, it, um, when we had our grocery store, we gave out green stamps. How long has it been? You, most of you probably don't even know what they are. They were stamps. They literally were stamps that you would put in a stamp book. And when the book got filled, you could trade it in for a bonus or for merchandise. In other words, it created the belief that shopping with us, you'd get stamps. It's kind of like what now in a more advanced age, we do with frequent flyer miles, that if we did that, it would increase loyalty. But what happened is, what we found was, it wasn't that that created loyalty. It, it was great service. It was consistent service. The Tuck School of Business at Dartmouth University stated in a recent report, 
Moving from customer satisfaction to customer loyalty is vital and very tied to customer emotions. Services can be a key to creating great customer experiences that address unarticulated needs, provide a total solution instead of just a product, and generate positive customer emotions, unquote. As we study emotional involvement, it's quickly learned that constant repetition is what creates boredom. So let me just ask these questions to kind of get your thinking started. How is your current customer experience different from what it was a year ago? Number two, how much interactivity is built into your customer experience? The higher the interactivity, the the greater the variety, of course. Number three, to what degree does everything look the same as it did a year ago? Your store or your materials or your website? Number four, do you have a what's new section anywhere that your customers or clients could access? Number five, are there any limited time offers that change from month to month? And number six, do you communicate these new approaches and special offers to customers via unique marketing, social media, or emails? In other words, the constant repetition of an identical experience reduces connection and sensation about that experience. Unless you create a strategy that keeps the experience fresh, what you're doing is sowing the seeds of customer disconnection. Examine those questions, answer them best you can, and think about what you can do to vary the experience, make it more interactive, make it new, make it fresh, because that is what makes customers come back, and it's what enhances your level of distinction. That's all for today for Project Distinct. This is Scott McCain. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing and sharing the podcast. And I look forward to talking to you again with another new episode of Project Distinct coming again tomorrow. You've been listening to the podcast to help you create distinction so you can stand out and move up. Project Distinct with Scott McCain. To have Scott become your virtual coach and to discover more distinctive resources, check out distinctionnation.com for free videos, posts, and more. To have Scott personally deliver his message at your next event, go to scottmccain.com. Please share today's message on social media and make sure to subscribe to Project Distinct on your favorite podcast app. We will see you tomorrow with another episode of Project Distinct. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.